get your bag right. Get busy on five extra loud mornings. Nicole De Silva. Five extra loud mornings. Just gone 17 minutes before nine o'clock. Today we are going to be getting busy and chatting to somebody who can definitely help us if you are in even thinking about actually having your own luxury brand. This is the person who is going to help you with us uh, with that. Joining us now, we have the founder of Inga Atelier, Inga Kubeka. Inga, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me to the show. This is, I mean, this is trial and error, but I'm glad we got you. We were talking about securing the bag. Babes, you literally make the most gorgeous bags. Thank you so gorgeous much. Gorgeous bags. Where did you come up with the ideas of this being your focus? Not only uh, something that you can find, I suppose, in, in a few stores in terms of, you know, their bags, but you've put your own twist on it to give it that African luxury feel. Uh, basically, the, my dream began uh, for, for luxury um, uh, about uh, four years ago. I've always wanted to make luxury leather goods because um, I've looked at a diamond walk, you know, and the stores in Santee yeah. and the stores in Waterfront <laughs> yeah. and, and so forth. Um, and I was wondering, like, wh- why is it that we don't have our very own luxury leather goods in the continent, not, that, not just South Africa? Mm. Yet there's a lot of luxury brands uh, uh, opening up stores in South Africa, but we don't have our very own. And I said to myself, it can't be like that. How about I design my own luxury leather goods to compete or also on a global scale as part of my long-term vision? Sure. Um, I know it's still early days, but the vision is to compete on a global scale. So that's where the idea came about, uh, to say that um, uh, we as Africans and South Africans, we can actually design things that are mm. as luxury as the, re- as the rest of the brands that come from the global continent. How, when you said it's been early days, how long ago did you have the idea and how long did it take to start? Uh, I had the idea in around around 2016, mm-hmm. but I actually executed it uh, in 2018 towards the end because I needed to gather the skills, people with the right skills. Yeah. I needed to gather um, um, the business plan and how about I execute this idea. So that's why it took me a little bit longer to actually start. Growing up, you used to make wire cars, build things using clay. Um, you were always very creative and you used your hands. Did you think that you were going to be doing design when you were, were younger and you were building towards that? Or is it something that just came to you? Uh, so when that happened, building wire cars, I was based in a, in a, in a village. Mm-hmm. And I was not exposed to things like design. I didn't even know that I was a designer or that was design that I was doing because I was living in a rural area uh, at the time. Mm. Uh, it is only when I moved to Durban, when I got exposed uh, to uh, to design, then I realized that actually this is my calling. This is what I should be doing. And I was encouraged by my grandfather to actually study design. And that's when my, my career uh, began, basically, as a, as a designer. You were doing interior decor, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. What made you decide to go from that to to what you're doing now and what did you learn anything from interior design interior decor that has helped you yes i mean uh, um i mean uh, yes in the, in an art school um uh design design principles are the same quite frankly mm. uh the fact but i didn't like um interior design because i was not hands-on into building things i was more like just designing on the software and that, that's what i wanted to do mm. i wanted to be hands-on in producing the actual product Mm. Um, that's when I started doing furniture and uh, home decor accessories like um, cheese, cheese boards. I was making beds. I was making uh, couches. I was making lamps, you know, like in interior. Mm. 
but uh, I didn't I didn't uh, quite like that either. Hence, I moved to um, to to bags. Gosh, and you know what? If, if you're listening now and you happen to be at home and you can go online, just please just go have a look and you can understand what I'm talking about here. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. People here in SA, we often see European luxury brands as superior. Um, have you dealt with the hurdle of getting local people here in South Africa to see your brand as being up there with the best in the world? Because we're terrible as South Africans. We think international is better when actually we've got so much, not only talent, but quality and beautiful products um, here, creators that are just doing next level stuff. But we're just like, ah, you know, it's South African, so it's not good. Has that been an issue for you or not really? Um, not yes and no. Um, it, it's, it's still a, a difficult, you know, like to to convince the client, you know, like the South African client that, this is uh, top quality. This is good finish. This is good. This is good aesthetic. The uh, reason being, um, we're up against, you know, like the the bigger brands, uh, your Louis Vuittons and all the other brands mm. uh, that carry a bigger name and the heritage and prestige. So it's it's a bit tricky, you know, uh, to convince a, a lot of clients. But we're getting there. A lot of people are starting to to warm up, you know, like to the idea that we are African luxury. However. We do very well in the U.S., you know. Uh, the U.S. market uh, accounts for about 80% of our sales, you know. Wow. So um, the U.S. market is, 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 is it's, it's, it's good to us, you know. Like, they understand that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful, aesthetic, uh, aesthetically pleasing. Mm. Uh, they understand that it's good quality. They also like the narrative of the African story to yes. it. Yes, You know? Yes. So, so that's where we are as a, as a brand. Uh, but we are starting to also like uh, market uh, locally as much as we can, uh, so that we can con- uh, educate our consumer, you know, to 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 buy uh, the local, but not only local, but because we're really good quality, mm. good aesthetics, it's a good design, it's good leather, you know, it's good workmanship, you know. So so that's where we are as a brand. Got a voice note here from someone, Inga. I hope that you'll be able to to have a listen and maybe let us know what what you think would be the best course of action for this particular person. Um, let me just get my voice notes here. Uh, I just want to make sure that Inga's actually on the line. Inga, are you with us? I'm with you. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Morning, Nicole. Morning, Inga. Uh, hope you guys are having a good day. My question for Inga is, so I've been planning on my clothing brand for a while now. It's something that I've always wanted to do, always thought about doing. Uh, I've sort of got the ball uh, rolling, as they say. Uh, the issue is, however, uh, I think quite a big issue, is the design factor. Like, I'm not uh, formally trained in design. I haven't studied design. Uh, I know what I want the items to look like. So, this is my stumbling block at the moment. Uh, do you have any suggestions for that? Any workarounds? Any? solutions uh cheers guys hope you have a good day i suppose the idea here is that if you are a business person you don't necessarily have to be making the items yourself that you are selling because the business is actually to do the selling not necessarily to be the creator and if you had a business where you were i suppose making and selling like selling cars like you don't have to make the cars you just have to know how to be a good salesperson so do you think as somebody who wants to create a design he has to go and learn design or does he like have to white label somebody else's design or get someone to create it is there a process for that there has to be 
Yes, I completely agree with you. You're 100% right. Uh, I, I don't think he needs to go to design school or learn design. Uh, but however, he does need to understand design, meaning mm-hmm. he needs to get, uh, he needs to consult with a designer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to, to lay out, you know, like, you know, and develop the products that he wants to, that he intends to sell. So meaning that he needs somebody to execute his design vision, you know, so he can get like, a uh, a designer to consult with to develop uh, the range and the product of his clothing line. So that's what I would advise him to do, uh, as opposed to wasting his time into uh, studying uh, design from scratch, you know, because he's a business person, he's got the idea, he just needs someone to help him with executing the, 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 the design uh, aspect of things. Do you think they would have to have a, some kind of a contract in place beforehand to make sure that like there's protection or like copyright, blah, 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 the rights belong to the person because that I imagine would be a whole can of worms if now someone's like, no, I created it, but you paid absolutely. me for it. Yeah, it's a, ooh, it's a whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. They have to have like an MOU, you know, uh, uh, go, you know before uh, anything else, uh, like just to protect himself and protect the, uh, the designer, you know, mm. from coming out someday and saying that, uh, no, I'm the designer of the design, this whole this whole range or this brand. So he's going to need uh, paperwork, you know, and documentation to make sure that they are both protected when they're going into this. Beautiful. Um, Ingo, we slowly need to start wrapping things up before I let you go. Um, would you be able to give some advice to potential young entrepreneurs or even older entrepreneurs who are looking at going into this particular space that you're in? Uh, yes, absolutely. So I would say that... Um, Product development and the extra products, you know, is uh, is the key. You know, it's a very important aspect to think to things because it makes your marketing uh, easier. You know, uh, because the brand actually and the product actually market markets itself uh, and on its own. Mm. So make sure that you master your your craft. You make sure that a, a, a whatever product that you're trying to put out there is so good that it makes your job easier to market. That's my main uh, my main um, advice. Beautiful. Love it. Um, I want to just say thank you, Inga, for your time. Somebody who's done as well as you have, um, it's very it's very much a privilege to have someone of your caliber, especially uh, a Forbes 30 under 30 list person joining us on air to impart some knowledge. Uh, thanks for your time and all the best with the business. I, I can't wait to see you grow from strength to strength. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thanks for having me uh, on the show and sharing my, uh, my story. And thank you so much and all the best. That's uh, Inga Gubeka, the founder of luxury leather brand Inga Atelier right here on 5 Extra Loud Mornings. Get your bag right. Get busy on 5 Extra Loud Mornings. No. The Cold Silver.